You are listening to Harford County Living Podcast with Rich Bennett and Sarah Coleman. If this is your first time listening, then thank you for coming. The Harford County Living Podcast is produced every month for your enjoyment and show notes are found at harfordcountyliving.com. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Harco Living and Facebook. All links are in the show notes. Now, let's join Rich, Sarah, and their special guest. Uh, Welcome to Harford County Living. This is our third podcast. Uh, Sarah, of course, can't make it today, so we have Jerry Booker from the Baltimore Cancer Support Group filling in. Uh, and we also have Tiffany from Emerge Wellness, a uh, new business fitness center that's going to be opening up. And Barry, almost said Barry, Barry from Healthy Harford. Uh, so first we're going to talk to Jerry because Jerry's got something very important coming up this weekend and in October. Good morning. So this Sunday, uh, July 10th, from three to seven, I'm hosting my third annual car show for the Baltimore Cancer Support Group. Um, we have a rain date as of July 24th. Uh, registration will begin from two to four, and we have top 25 uh, for the cars, bikes, uh, Jeeps, whatever wants to come out and join us, and we have seven specials. Specials are where people have uh, paid $100, as a sponsorship and then they're oh, going to okay. have a plaque Thought you meant special and they'll come and they'll choose a winner that day so from their business oh okay um town pub and grill town grill and pub will be there pit beef ham hamburger sausage get there um, early people because i know yes. last year they ran out quick they're not going to run out this year <laughs> i don't know some good pit beef <laughs> we also have vendors coming um uh, Tiffany will be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Cincy, we have Stellar and Dot, we have a snowball truck coming, um, possible psychic. <laughs> um, so we have a few vendors that's going to be coming out, 31. And t- tell everybody what, what the car show is actually, for, what Baltimore Cancer Support Group is on. Well, the Baltimore Cancer Support Group has um, been around since 1988. Uh, we serve patients who are going through cancer. Um, we have a, a, a group that meets every Thursday um, for patients, caregivers, and bereavement. Um, And we also have a group in Westminster. And so people that are going through cancer, they have a place to come and talk to other people who's going through cancer, uh, caregivers, and then unfortunately bereavement. Um, But not everybody wants to go to a support group, but it's there. And the the ones that come, it's a big family, and it really does help out. So we meet on Thursday evenings at St. Peter's Lutheran Church, uh, 7910 Bel Air Road, uh, from 7 to 8.30, and out in Westminster on Monday evenings from 7 to 8.30 at uh, Westminster United Methodist Church. Uh, what's the website? Uh, website is www.baltimorecancersupportgroup.org. If you guys have any questions, just chime in anytime. What else you got coming up? I know you got something coming uh, up in October. In October, we're doing the big fundraiser. It's a big bull roast at Columbus Gardens. Uh, October 22nd is Saturday evening from 7 to midnight. Again, all the proceeds go back to the Baltimore Cancer Support Group. 
tickets are $50 a person, $500 a table, seats seven, 10 guests to a table. We have uh, silent auction, uh, open bar, all you can eat buffet, uh, uh, let's see, money wheels, uh, plant and liquor, lay downs, a lot of stuff going on that evening, and a lot of dancing. You can dress up, it's, it's fun, it's an adult costume Halloween party, so leave the kids home, come out and have a good time. Darn, and I can't dress up this year. You can dress up this year, I, Rich. I can't make it, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany. Yes. New, another new business coming into Harford County. I love it. Emerge Wellness. Yep. So what is it? Emerge Wellness Studio is a full-service fitness studio. So we offer group fitness classes. We'll have one-on-one -on -one personal training. Uh, small group fitness. Uh, well, small, we call them small group training. So it's a little bit different from group fitness where it's kind of open. Small group fitness is about four to six people in a group and you stay with that group for four to six weeks and a personal trainer helps you uh, develop workouts for you based on your, uh, your level, your fitness level. So it's a great way for people who can't afford one-on-one -on -one personal training to still get the benefit of customized training um, in a smaller setting. Um, and it offsets the cost because it's small. It's a, it's a couple of people that's in a group. We also will have wellness workshops, so anything from stress management to nutrition. Oh. So mm -hmm. we're going to have wellness workshops um, that we also uh, will, will offer within the studio. So pretty excited about that. Um, we also will have uh, spin classes. So um, I know what, there are what kind of spin. Spin classes? Yes, the bikes that don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> stationary so bikes. the stationary bikes. You can yes. tell I go to the gym all the time, right? <laughs> so they're different from the recumbent bikes. Um, they are actually built like um, like road bikes, uh, okay. like, but uh, they obviously don't move. So we will have spin classes uh, also in the in the studio, and then huh. some special some special events. I'm excited uh, about having a. We're gonna do a glow ride. Um, so working on the exact date for it, but basically with a glow ride, you come and you wear uh, like something that's like like what I'm wearing now, black with white on it, right. because we'll turn black lights on and you'll actually. So you'll be glowing in the dark. Oh, yes, in the dark. Oh, that's pretty nice. during the during the ride, and we'll have music and stuff like that. So that'll be uh, uh, pretty awesome and um, and cool. We are um, still waiting just to uh, complete the final steps for the Silver Sneakers program, so that we will be able to um, service uh, seniors in the area with classes uh, through the Silver Sneakers program. So just basically. Nice. Yeah, I just want to make sure that we are doing things that are within the community and inside the studio. So um, really looking forward to That's great, too, because a lot of the seniors around here really don't have a place to go to. I mean, you have Edgewood Senior Center, but there's not... It's not really that big. It's not like your other senior center. Right. And, it's, and I, it depends. Like, they have, I think they have sessions. So it just right. depends on if they have somebody available for the sessions, um, whether or not they're able to, to do it. But they may only have, like, one type of class offering. So we'll have multiple different types of class offerings. Like, for example, RIPT is a pretty high-intensity workout that we'll have in the afternoons, but we will modify it right. for seniors because not, I mean, not all seniors want to take a low, a, a super, super low intensity class. It might need to be something like midway. So we'll have a lot of different offerings for, um, for seniors, basically like during the day um, that they can take. So, that and if depending on their insurance, um, you know, it would be at no cost to them through the Silver Sneakers program. And when are you guys opening up? July 18th. July 18th. Yes. What's the address? Tell me uh, the address. <laughs> the address is 1012 Joppa Farm Road in Joppa, 
Maryland. So right, you're right next to Maryland Computer Store. Yes, right computer next store. to Maryland Computer Store and the Dollar Tree. It says dentistry. Hopefully it won't say <laughs> that anymore after tomorrow. <laughs> but yes, we are in the old, uh, the old dentist office. Okay, great. Now, we're going, you know, it's funny. Wellness, fitness, right into Healthy Harford. Blends together well, yes. you know. So Barry, how you doing? Well, and yourself? Oh, good. And uh, well, Barry, Barry doesn't know this, but I've been following Healthy Harford probably for a couple of years now. Because what you guys do is great. So I'll let you explain to everybody what exactly Healthy Harford is. So Healthy Harford is Harford County's wellness initiative. It was founded back in 1993 by the hospital, the health department, and county government with the sole intention of creating a healthier Hartford County. So if anyone's um, been looking at our statistics lately, they, they weren't very good when this all started back in 1993. They really, really were pretty awful. Even about five years ago, they were pretty bad. We had things like, oh, 64% of our adult population was either overweight or obese. 30% of them were actually obese, morbidly so. We're, you know, I was one of them. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and the number of people who ate fruits and vegetables or were physically active were pretty low. So we moved from being a program-oriented um, agency to be, it's not really an agency, it's really a coalition. Anybody who wants to be a partner in Healthy Hartford is. We are just the organizing group to connect people. But anyway, there became more of a concerted effort to move away from these programs that begin and end and really work towards doing more collaboration, more policy work to really create a healthier community. And I think it's, it's worked fantastically. I mean, if you look at our health statistics, they, they, community health rankings just came out. I don't know if you're familiar, Robert Wood Johnson puts out these county health rankings for every county in the entire country. We went from being 10th in the state of Maryland, there's 24 jurisdictions, we're now 5th. So really? that's a huge improvement. Wow. And a lot of it is supporting businesses like Tiffany's, you know, it's we're supporting things like the cancer um, alliances. It's the idea of everybody working together to figure out what's going on, how do I connect? I'm a senior, I can't get to the senior center, what else is out there for me? And really just making these conscious efforts to live healthier. And it does seem a lot more people are focused on that. I know um, I was up to 300 pounds. And you look doc- great now. Well, thank you. I lost, <laughs> I lost 50 pounds. Um, it, and the doctor told me, he said, you know, your back problems, a lot of it's mm-hmm. the weight. Mm-hmm. And I started doing it, and of course, I still get the stress from Jerry a lot. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> it, but it makes a big difference. And I mean, I grew up here, and a lot of the, a lot of my friends I went to school with, they're, they're starting to do the same thing. You know, get healthier. I guess once you hit that 50 mark, you worry about it more. I don't know. That was me. Um, and you guys have something big coming up in September too, don't you? We do. So part of our, our collaborative effort is to put on this event every year called Healthy Hartford Day. This, it's always the fourth Saturday in September, so this year that would be September 24th. And the purpose of the event is twofold. One, it's an opportunity for all of the businesses in Hartford County that are health related. And we use health in a very macro sense mm-hmm. um, to come into one place and show the community what they have to offer. On the flip side, for the consumer, it's you can come to this one event and see all that there is in Hartford County that you can connect with. So when I say we use a very broad term to define health, it's stress management, it's substance abuse, it's cancer, it's also physical activity, it's art, it's meditation, it's rock climbing, it's you know whatever you deem to get yourself moving, mm-hmm. eating better, connected to community. You know, social connections are a huge piece of wellness. So we have churches that come. 
um, and you know, just really figure out what fits for you. It's not one size fits all for health. Not everybody needs to join a gym. Not everybody needs to be a runner. Sometimes you just need to learn to sit still and relax. Right. And so, you know, this event is is great. We do it in partnership with the Bel Air Farmers Market. So our messaging. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, they are fantastic partners. It's the idea of eat local, eat well, go next door. A lot of people that market's been here for 40 years, and a lot of people don't even know about it. So um, it's a really nice connectivity piece. You know, learn about being healthy, go next door, go shopping, meet your farmers, that kind of thing. So it's September 24th, 9 to 1. And one of the nice pieces is that all day fitness classes are free. So we have a bunch of different um, fitness um, classes, really running the gamut from um, urban line dancing to Zumba to Taekwondo to Irish dancing. Yeah, there's a little bit of something for everybody and just come dressed to move. And there's, you know, the National Guard comes with a rock climbing wall. I mean, it's, there'll be a this bike road this year. It's all outside. Okay. It's 119 Hay Street uh, in Bel Air, and it's right across from the um, health department and right down the street from the from the Bel Air Farmer's Market. Nice. Great place. I mean, you, get, yeah. you can't be, I mean, right next to the Farmer's Market and the health department? Mm-hmm. Makes <laughs> sense. I mean, I, I, that's just, and now you have different vendors and everything set up there. Yeah, we have okay. over a hundred vendors. Um, everything is free, you know. That so it's, it's a, great for businesses too. It is. It is. It's a great way for people to have a bit of a conversation with businesses. You know, connect with the owners, ask their questions. Now, I, I take it for something like that, you're, you're always looking for sponsors. We're always looking for sponsors, and and the event, any money that's made from the event, really just gets plowed back in the community. So we try to support other entities that are out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and this money will go towards things like supporting community gardens or teaching education classes or cooking classes or any of those kind of things. Hey, correct me if I'm wrong, but you guys are a 501c3 we as are. well, right? Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, that's great because that's one of the things that a lot a lot more people need to do, especially right here. And, and Jerry, correct me if I'm wrong on this, but to me it seems like, especially like with cancer, you're seeing a higher percentage here in the county. Absolutely. Of people Absolutely. with cancer. I don't know There's, if it's got anything to do with the base or anything. But everybody <laughs> knows somebody that has cancer or is going through cancer. And, you know, I don't know how we put a stop to that. And, but getting out there and, and eating healthy and exercise definitely helps, right? I think we got to start the schools, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, the little ones. There's a lot of obesity in schools and little kids. And, and there are lots of programs right now that are being enacted through the schools. We started um, a partnership th- with a program out of Baltimore. We wanted to bring it up to Hartford County called Days of Taste. And the schools have been wonderful um, in this, uh, with this particular program. And uh, we have to give credit to Sharifa Clark from the Larrapin Grill because she was really the, the impetus for bringing it up to Hartford County. But what it is is a three-day program, and it the first day they go into the schools, they usually focus on fourth graders, and they teach them about how food tastes. So they talk about the five different senses of taste, the sweet, sour, salt, umami, mm-hmm. those kind of things. They talk about where food comes from, the seasonality of it, and really just try to help them understand what real food tastes like. The next week, they do it like three consecutive weeks, they actually take them out to a local Hartford County farm and um, show them where food grows and what it tastes like from the field and talk to them about actual food. That's great. And have them experience it. And then for the third day, they bring in a professional chef. Usually the chef shows up in his or her whites. And the kids actually make um, 
a salad and they make a salad dressing. And at that point, they're so educated as to the different greens. You know, they, salad is not just one type of lettuce. They understand that, oh, we do or don't like arugula. And oh, if we put radishes in there, if we combine a little bit of a bitter with a little bit of a mm -hmm. sweet, um, it, 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 it tastes different on the tongue. They make a dressing. You know, they, they understand the whole waving of the vinegar in front of the nose to get the aromas. You know, right. <laughs> they really understand. And um, in some of the schools, we're actually able to find enough funding. The kids can take home a salad kit and cook for their family. That's nice. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah. Hey, I, I have to crack up at that a little bit because uh, talking to some of my daughter's friends, you know, now they're going into high school. Mm -hmm. And a couple of them wanted to go to, I think it was Hartford Tech and take culinary. The culinary. Yeah. That's yeah. But yet, yeah. they would not, they, there, there are certain foods they will not eat, they don't even want to try. I thought, how can you be a chef if you're not going to try these different foods? <laughs> you know, especially when it comes to herbs and everything. You have to try the different ones. Well, I, uh, I don't need to. Okay. But I think they get out of that pretty quick. I mean, like, even with these kids, they were pulling leaves out of the, out of the um, fields and having the kids... Know, test taste they yeah. were washed they weren't like right. right out of the field but a lot of these kids were surprised that plants grew or their food grew in dirt I mean that was shocking for them really yeah but then when they were tasting some of the um, like there's a savory which tastes really really sour and they're like oh my god it's like candy it's like they don't even understand that the different leaves have such different flavors but once they do they love it. So it's yeah. right out yeah. of the ground. They love it. Yeah. And they like to make it. My my mother-in-law, she lives in Baltimore City, mm -hmm. but she is from um, South Carolina. So she, like, is used to, like, all, you know, things actually coming from, from the, the from the yeah. farm. Green. So she comes up here, at, like, every time the seasons change, mm -hmm. she comes, she gets the kids, and they go to a farm, and, like, they'll go up and pick apples. And and it's, it's weird. Like, if I buy it from the grocery store, they're not as excited to it eat. It doesn't taste as good. But when they no. go and pick it themselves, yeah. all of a sudden now, like, they're excited. And she even taught them how to, like, jar fruits, and they were giving them away for um, Christmas gifts. What so, a wonderful gift. So, yeah. it, but, it, it, but like you said, when they do it themselves, they have a higher interest in actually yeah. tasting the foods because they made it. Um, they, they kind of picked it out of the ground. Now they want to like taste right, it. Right, and that's what I mean by it tastes better. Yeah. If, there, if there's labor involved. Then, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like, yes, I, I want this. I worked hard at it, so yeah. I want to so do it. So it's got to be better. Right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's one of the things I know. Uh, God, when my daughter was younger, we used to go to Noor's Orchard and do the apple picking mm -hmm. all the time. And bring it, of course, in, and then our neighbors would bring us even more. So we had apples at the wazoo yeah we can only eat so many apples mm -hmm. so you know i'd sit there with her we would make apple cider mm -hmm. apple sauce and all that and that's that's how they ended up that's exactly where they went, they went to lures and they um ended up they did she did something with them and they jarred they jarred yeah. them and then they put you know the little decorations on them and they were so excited at christmas to give away their you know their fruit that they jarred mm -hmm. themselves and so. it's just something that you make when you give it away for christmas too has more meaning right. I, I think and I mean, and and i mean think about it these days like what do kids really know about jarring food. like don't. that's just yeah. something that yeah. is just not something that children do these days but they really enjoyed it and now my my daughter she is like a very like a naturist like her thing so she last year she did peppers so I don't know what they're doing this year but they were talking about it the other day something that they're going to be growing outside she tried to do tomatoes that didn't kind of they didn't work too well oh, she but. should try the sweet 100s they're fail proof 
Sweet one hundred. Yes, yeah, the cherry tomatoes. Oh, yeah. I will tell her to yes. to do to do those because she she loves and she, every day she's out there she's looking to see like what and and then she's like we have to make something with it so we'll make a salad or we'll put it in spaghetti and then she's looking through like that's my pepper but it <laughs> but it's amazing she's ten and yeah yeah I mean that's it's just it's it's awesome to to see them. I'm from New York so we didn't have. We don't have farms <laughs> where I live. You do so, now. Yes, now yeah. I have, so this is, it's different for me too. Yeah. Well, Magnolia Middle does a program where my daughter participated in last year mm -hmm. and they went out and they harvested potatoes mm -hmm. and they harvested a lot of potatoes <laughs> and then they gave them away and um, so she got picked to go and speak at the end of the a year where all Harford County schools were involved and every Every school did a different program, different students, different teachers, and it was really nice to see how Harford County came together as a group and did all these different programs. Yeah, and Magnolia Middle is an excellent, excellent example of, of a school that really gets the whole idea of health. Principal Mickey is very She's invested. She's amazing. Inve very amazing. invested. Um, and uh, their music teacher, Jasmine, Miss Jasmine, mm -hmm. she, um, the whole stress reduction, the, uh, the drumming, I mean, they just do some really good work down there. I like Magnolia. I've had my, my daughter's the last one to go through. So it's been there. It's a good school. It's a good school. I've got one in and one on the way. <laughs> one is finishing uh, Doptown Elementary this year. And my son just started Magnolia last year. He did, he's in the Boy Cement program now. He's the one who would know nothing about the healthy eating program <laughs> because all he wants to eat is chicken nuggets. Well, Every day, all day. Fries, chicken nuggets, that's Taco it. Bell. That's what our, you know, my that's kids it. didn't get raised on it, but they, you know, that's what they want. Well, it's weird because I, my, I raised my, all of my children the same way, and my 10-year-old only wants to eat green. She doesn't drink. She only drinks water and milk. That's it. You go to a restaurant, she only wants water and milk. She likes the celery out of the, the buffalo wings, and wow. he just wants chicken. Like, it's just his palate. The doctor said his palate never uh, developed past, like, bland brown foods so all the things he eats are like mac and cheese yeah, and you that's what the days of taste programs right working and i never yeah. realized that your palate has to your palate develops in taste mm -hmm. and colors mm -hmm. i never realized that until i had a child who never developed past bland bland neutral colored foods but he can change he's still yeah. young because if i fry zucchini he will eat it mm -hmm. it's so it's not necessarily just chick it's the color so right. we're trying to like introduce different colors in with other things oh, yeah. so that so he'll maybe eat an herb it. garden in a pot is in your future i, I might have yeah. to do that <laughs> my oldest grew up on all canned goods mm -hmm. you know so he he would never go back to or would never start fresh and frozen mm -hmm. you know i steam everything now my other two they're good to go. They'll anything you put in front of them. They'll eat. They'll eat. My oldest, picky, 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 <laughs> picky. Green beans and corns about it. <laughs> well, and a lot of the kids that do the days of taste and some of our other tastings, they all start out that way. Mm -hmm. um, but you're bound. To, if you try enough things, you're bound to find something else you like. The things yeah. that are always surprising to us is how many kids like peppers. Like of all the things that we have, the kids taste sweet peppers, peppers. sweet and yes. hot. Um, oh, yeah. They really somehow gravitate towards the peppers, and I, I never would have guessed that. that in the beginning. I'll try that. I think it's a, like the spiciness or something. I, I don't know because well, my somebody, son was always like that. Somebody said the flaming Cheetos is what kind of trained a lot of palates to like the hot, and so mm -hmm. going to the hot peppers just was sort of a natural progression. So Cheetos, which are obviously something we should eliminate from our diet, <laughs> well, I was are something we should add. I was going to say, and all them spicy peppers are going to catch up to these kids as oh, they get older. Goodness. Right. <laughs> All that heartburn is like, oh, yeah. 
Yeah. I, my son loved the stuff. He, he's the only person I know who would put a hot sauce, you know, like on popcorn and all. Mm, that was and, something Magnolia um, uh, Elementary was saying to me, that they actually have to put away the hot sauce because that's what the kids, <laughs> they could go through so much hot oh, yeah. sauce. Wow. Um, but the, because of the sodium content, they have to be careful about how much they, they let Soy them sauce. Yeah, again. Very, yeah. 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 very high. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tastes good, but very, very high. Well, one of the things that um, I actually interviewed somebody last week that's going to be starting at the studio, and um, we came up with this great concept. Um, well, she has a culinary background, and so what we're going to do is we're going to choose every week, we're going to choose one seasonal food. So, like, let's say it's avocado for this week, and what she's going to do is she's going to create uh, a couple of healthy recipes that people can make with that particular food hmm. that way instead of because a lot of times you get recipes and the recipes have all different things so when you go right. to the store you're having to buy like a bunch of things you may not use it all right. but like if we say I'm going to give you four recipes that all use avocado then you can go to the store buy avocado still have different things that you're eating but you're not spending so like you're not buying all these random ingredients right. um, that you're using and it will make it something that's seasonal so she's putting together that now um, and we're just gonna you know just have that available uh, once the website is is up and we're gonna also have recipe cards just to give to uh, people when they come in just so they can have you know it could be like avocado in a smoothie avocado in a salad avocado you know with a burger but just different ways that you can incorporate uh, foods uh, over I'm a week so. well, I'm thinking the avocado <laughs> commercial was that Wendy's that was doing avocado they Is did it? an avocado burger and they did an avocado earrings and avocado <laughs> I, I know what you're talking about uh, now sure not but it was just a silly thing and but it yeah was and really it was two avocados. women and they were like yes. my avocado i have an avocado i remember Corn. that one yes yeah. I, I think it was always, <laughs> I, I never had a desire to eat av avocados and then i i got lunch here at town grill and pub one day and got a cob salad mm -hmm. Good stuff. and my wife of course she's trying to steal stuff out but she goes well give me that avocado i said what because you got that avocado in there. I said, no, there's not. She goes, what do you think that is? Mm. All this time I've been eating it, didn't even know it. Mm -hmm. it's Loved delicious. it. Oh, yeah. So here's a trick with avocados because they have, they're like pears. They have that tiny window in which they're perfect. Mm. Yeah. If you pull off the stem and it's brown underneath it and not green, then it's ready. So if you just want to peek, huh. make sure that your avocados ripen up. Interesting. Now, with, with Healthy Heart, yeah, Healthy Harford, how does somebody like Tiffany's business get involved with you, especially for Healthy Harford Day? So our website's, you know, pretty, pretty uh, user friendly. Okay. So you just yes. go on healthyharford.org, <laughs> and there's a big picture of three lovely volunteers right on the homepage on that slider. You just click on it, and it walks you through the process for registering for Healthy Harford Day. Okay. That simple. As far as getting involved, I mean, it really. It depends on what level you want to enter on. So mm -hmm. if you're interested in policy and programs, we have meetings every other month. They're always at the community college as a very central location. They're 8.30 to 10. Um, it's the second Thursday. Mm -hmm. And anybody's welcome to show up. And, and it's a working meeting. So you know, you show up, somebody's going to volunteer you for something. <laughs> so just be forewarned on that. You're going to get voluntold, huh? Have, well, I'll yeah. have coffee on the I, I know. I know people well, like that. I, I, think it, I think it's good because, you know, our group is always looking for speakers, mm -hmm. um, you know, and coming back to the cancer right. part of it, um, you know, th their eating is different. Their mm -hmm. palates are different when they're going through chemo right. and radiation. Um, so it would be nice to have, uh, 
like Tiffany and um, Barry come in at maybe different times and, and give some tips and suggestions to yeah. the group. Yeah, that's Maybe we can work idea. this out too. And even for people who don't have cancer, I mean, the idea that if you unfortunately, you know, develop cancer, if you're strong to begin with, you're mm -hmm. just better. Your body's better able to, to heal. Mm -hmm. So you know, I don't. A lot of people come to health and wellness because they've had a health scare or a health crisis, or like you said, they reach a certain age and things are not where they want them to be. But the reality is, is that if you if you live in a way that always strengthens your body then you will be healthier to deal with whatever comes right. about. And, you know, we really try to move away from that whole weight conversation and mm -hmm. really move it towards a health and wellness conversation. Because you can be a healthy weight and, not, and be, not, be healthy. not be healthy and not be strong. And conversely, you can be overweight and be, you know, relatively healthy and, and very, very strong. So, yeah, look at some of the football players. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. You see linebackers that look like Mack trucks. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and, and running around like... They were yeah. doing a marathon or something. Mm -hmm. Right. My, my issue is when you have, that. like, the teenage boys who are very thin and they look fit and that all they're eating is Cheetos and Pepsi. Right. And they're like, well, uh, I could do that because I'm, I'm thin. I'm like, one right. conversation has nothing to do with the other. You're not nourished. You're not well-nourished right. at all um, if, you're, if that's what your diet consists of. And yeah, and you got, you got to have a proper diet, especially mm -hmm. keep that metabolism going and everything. Mm -hmm. And like she said, when something happens, there was a, um, a fitness instructor who was in a really bad car accident. And um, the doctors told her that one of the things that kind of saved her life in terms of all of the things that they had to do to her to kind of get her back to whole was the fact that she was so fit. Because if she wasn't, there were things that they had to do that her body might not have been able to endure. Right. Um, and so it's one of those things that you just don't think about. Like, people think that once I get to my ideal weight, I can just stop. Yeah. No. But it's not realizing that, like you said, if something does happen to you, the more fit you are, the more your body can tolerate right. when right. it comes to, yeah. to dealing with, with different things that could happen, you know, in well, life. I think also, too, once you start, you know, you start getting fit, you start working out or whatever. I know for me, if I miss a day, I feel miserable. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I need to get at least my three days of workout in. Right. Yeah, and my wife laughs at me all the time. Well, you're always complaining that you're hurting. Well, I'm old. <laughs> I got to do a lot with these muscles, try to get them back into shape, you know. But I do, I feel miserable if I don't get, if I don't get my day in where I work out, I'm miserable. Mm -hmm. I hate it. Because it is more than just it is more than just the the weight, and it's more than just like the physical like appearance aspect of it. It is some for some people that's the great way to relax. It's a great yeah. way to decompress. Mm -hmm. um, and if you're not able to do that, then mentally you kind of feel like you're in a fog, or you don't you don't yes. feel. So so yeah, that's why I tend to not like like you mentioned harp on weight management um, and weight loss because it's more than that. Yes, that's the thing that for a lot of people, if there's not another health concern that maybe brings them to a program, but once they're there, it's like, okay, it's more than just this weight conversation. You want to talk, it's, it's, it's complete mind-body, and oh, you yeah. want to make sure that people get that connection so yeah. that they continue with the lifestyle. It definitely does relieve stress, too. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's the other big thing. It's, uh, there are Few people I talk to, I wish they would get on the bandwagon and mm -hmm. start getting healthier. And, you know, whether it be walking every day or mm -hmm. what, you know, they, they just don't. You know, well, I never have the time. Which that is my biggest pet peeve. I don't have the time. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, even if you sit down all time, you know, all day, you could still exercise while you're sitting down. Right. Right. I mean, there's little things you can you do. You have a yoga ball at your desk that you sit on instead of a chair. Oh, my God, I love them things. Yep. Oh, sorry. <laughs> my daughter brought one home for my sister-in-law. I'm like, why do we have that giant kickball? It's a yoga ball, Dad. <laughs> but what do you do with it? And, oh, God, I just love laying across. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. But there's, you know, if somebody's looking for time, uh, a way to get in their exercise because they have limited time, the New York Times actually publish this thing, they just have to Google seven minute workout. So mm -hmm. there are these mm -hmm. uh, scientists in Florida, kinesiologists, so they're movement specialists. Mm -hmm. They develop this workout for seven minutes. Now granted, the first time you do this workout, it doesn't take seven minutes, it takes 20 because <laughs> seven is your goal. Right. But the idea is that you move through these exercises which require no equipment other than a chair um, and make sure it's a stable chair, no wheels, to, to really work all of the muscles in your body. And it's an app. So it is an app too. It's, it's timed. Yep. So um, you really yeah. have no, I mean, you just need your phone and, and mm -hmm. it shows you like how to do it with proper form. Yeah. Um, so you can just go on there, kind of watch the you know little figure and then. Yeah. So for it. those time people, those people who say they don't have time, seven minutes. Right. And there's a five minute one. <laughs> there's a bunch of different iterations. Well, and there's other things that you can get too. I, I mean, that's the other thing. I think a lot of people feel that they need to have a gym. If no. they can't go to the gym, they need to have a gym in their house. Right. Get the resistance. Or you need to have a lot of equipment. Yeah. Um, and you don't. I told no, my sister-in-law to jump rope. or something. I mean, or even, and the way I started, when I lost my weight, I was doing a thing called DDP yoga, mm -hmm. which is, you know, yoga, cardio, and resistance. And he just used total resistance. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing how you can just, Everybody. certain things you do with your body, your body weight alone, like you don't really need yeah. anything more than body weight. Um, exactly. You can do a lot of things with just body weight. Um, my, I was saying, my, my sister-in-law, she uh, was talking about like time, and mm -hmm. you know, she doesn't belong to a gym. And uh, the other day, I told her, okay, here's what we're gonna do. You're gonna jump rope, and she's like, jump rope. I'm like, yes, we're gonna go to five below. We're gonna get you a jump rope, mm -hmm. and you're gonna jump rope. And she didn't realize like how intense. I'm like, you're gonna jump rope for 15 minutes, and she's like, that's it. <laughs> Four minutes in, it's like, whoa, wait a minute, time out. Like, what's going on here? Fifteen minutes of, fifteen minutes of jumping rope is an amazing, That's a strong workout. And it's it's it's, it's harder than it sounds. Yeah. Um, it's harder than it sounds, but it's no, it's a no excuse workout. Like, all you need is a jump rope and a timer. Fifteen minutes. Put some music on. And if you watch, you know, shows, another friend takes her iPad, watches Game of Thrones on her iPad, and walks through the house while she's watching Game of Thrones. Exactly. Yeah. That's an hour workout. You're not running. She just walks. She just paces through the house while she's watching Game of Thrones. So there are ways that you can, if you really want to find time, you absolutely can. My, my neighbor's in her 70s, and she runs a daycare. Not Jerry, but my neighbor. Uh, <laughs> And she was, because um, my, my daughter works over there a lot, and she was telling my daughter how one of her kids got her a pedometer and told her try to, you know, your goal is, I think, 10,000 steps. Yes. Right. She was telling my daughter how she got 13,000 steps the other day. That's and all she does, because she runs a daycare out of her house, mm -hmm. just walking around, if she's carrying the kid, just walking up yep. and down the steps. And so she's not constantly sitting there, because that's what she was doing, sitting right. down all the time. Oh, you're not sitting yeah. when you're watching kids. Well. Yeah. No. Well, you'll be, you'll be surprised how just putting this on, 
the putting the tracker on mm-hmm. makes you because now you're conscious of it. Even though I I tell people all the time when my battery when the battery dies and I'm charging it, I'm like I'm not moving. My, those steps don't count. I'm not taking any steps that don't. <laughs> I'm not taking any steps that don't count. But it's like amazing. Like when you see that you are at nine thousand, I have gone outside at eleven o'clock at night and gone for a walk because I was at like 9,200 and I'm just like, I gotta break my 10,000, I gotta go walk the dog or something like that. Like, Those things are great motiva- motivators. And if you're if you're motivated by data too, you can track it and you could monitor yourself. Yeah. But the other flip side of it is that you can you don't need to get a Fitbit. I mean, they're, I know they're very trendy and they're they're great and they have a ton of, of uh, extra things where mm-hmm. you, can, you can link them to your cell phones or whatever. Yeah. But that's it. Most people have phones. You can also track yep. your steps on your, your own phone. phone. You can get a $5 pedometer. It works the same. That's so I, I hate it to be a barrier to someone saying, oh, I, I you know, I can't afford one of those. Oh, that's fine. You know, you don't need to afford one Yeah, I think one at work they were using, the, we're doing a, we were doing this thing in, um, at uh, the, the training center, and we did Steps to Rio. And right. I think um, she found, like, these $3 mm-hmm. ones. They fit on your Whatever wrist. Gets you it was, like, $3. Yeah. Yeah. But... Same thing. Mm-hmm. The concept of you being able to see that your yeah. steps yes, makes you want to take more steps. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, and and now everybody is like tracking. Like people who before we couldn't even get to like walk to the printer mm-hmm. now are like well because it kicks in their competitive edge. <laughs> yeah, that yes. So, yeah. so that's awesome. But going back to what Tiffany said earlier, I think when people say to me what should I do to exercise? The, the best answer I could always come up with is what is fun for you? Mm-hmm. If it's not fun, yeah. then they're not gonna do it. Um, even if it's you know something as simple as walking around the house with Game of Thrones, if that's her reward is watching mm-hmm. Game of Thrones and that's fun, right. that's what's gonna make her do it. And for that 70 year old neighbor, I mean, she just has to figure out what is gonna make it to be enjoyable that yeah. she's gonna carve out that time. Mm-hmm. And, and have. As long as she's got the kids, she's happy. She's moving. So, and that's, <laughs> And, well, Jerry, you know, them kids can keep you busy oh, as it is. So. Come Fridays, I'm worn out. <laughs> but, but there's another piece, too. You know, I know we're talking about you can exercise without any sort of professional intervention, and I totally believe that. But if you're going to start going to a next level where you're actually going to start doing body resistance or mm. any sort of weightlifting, I would say at some point, just talk to a professional or at least somebody who can get eyes on you to make sure your form is good. Yeah. Because the worst thing you can do is injure your joints, and a lot of that can happen through you know, mm-hmm. improper form. Right. So for, again, going back to your daycare person, when she's lifting kids, um, there's ways to strengthen her core so that that could happen without injuring her back. And if she's made it to 70, she probably already knows this. But again, you know, strengthening your back, holding your, your core in a particular way so that you're supporting your 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 structure, your spine. Mm-hmm. Some of those are really important things Especially to get Especially for children. Yes. I cannot tell you how many my son is twelve and all of his all of his friends play sports. My son wrestles, he plays baseball and he plays football. So all year round he's in sports. And this kid, twelve, okay? is always complaining about his joints, like his knees hurting. And so sometimes you just don't, people don't think about the fact that children need to have proper form too. Right. Um, and they, at those ages, can be damaging their ligaments they, because they, you're just focused on speed and whether or not they can you know, uh, run down the field or hit the ball, but they have to have proper form too because at these ages, you know, they can end up in a position where they're having to act in their 20s have knee replacements and that you know so definitely you want to make sure that for your children if they're in a lot of sports that there's somebody 
just checking to make sure that they do have proper form, um, you know, in, in proper stances because they can very easily injure themselves. You see that a lot with baseball too because you, and I used to coach baseball years ago and I, one of the things that irritated me was these coaches would have these, the pitchers start throwing curveballs and everything at like eight years old, which is the worst thing you can do for a kid. Mm -hmm. And one of my kids came up and he's, we were playing a game, he's pitching, I called him in after, you know, the inning, I said, what are you throwing at there? Oh, a knuckleball. Why? Well, because I, that's, you know, somebody was teaching me. I said, no, 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 no. I said, you're going to mess up your arm. Mm -hmm. I said, just worry about throwing, you know, straight face well, ball first. Right. That's it. The word, and then as you get older, then worry you about can. that. And my father uh, coached for the longest time. My, and my older brother played ball. My young, youngest brother was being scouted. Mm -hmm. All of us picked pitchers. And that's one of the things my father always strived on. But you saw so many, he saw so many kids mess up their arms by, you know, just starting too early, mm -hmm. you know. Um, you were talking about the, the pain and everything. I, I had to laugh because when I first started working out, I, I'm a Marine, so I had that Marine Corps mentality, you know, no pain, no gain. Well, when I first started, I messed up my back. So when I had to, Went to the doctor, they sent me to therapy and everything. And I said, they're doing the therapy exercises. And the guy's like, well, how do you feel? I said, good, good. He said, well, why is your face so red? I said, oh, it's just hurting. He said, well, why are you doing it? I said, no, no pain, no gain. He said, That's no. Bad. He <laughs> said, you're older now. Yeah. He said, you feel pain, you have to stop. I'm like, oh, okay. That was hard to do. There's a difference between pushing yourself to um, increase your endurance mm -hmm. or those kind of things. But pain is your body's response to something is not right. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a, yeah. It's not weakness leaving the yeah, body. No. Anymore, it's pain no. and the burn <laughs> is different. Yeah. 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 Yes. yes. That's a good way of putting yeah. it. Yeah. So thank God I changed that. Yeah. Now I just heard afterwards. Before, <laughs> so. we, before we stop, um, before we move away from the idea of talking about joints, the other thing I just wanted to mention is that for every pound that you lose, that's five pounds of pressure pressure off your joints. Yeah. So again, you know, not to really harp on weight loss at all, but just to say if you have sore knees, so for example, um, looking towards something that can help you take the additional pressure off those knees is not a bad thing. And you know, something like getting in a pool where there's That's no stress mm -hmm. or some of those no stress exercises like, um, oh gosh, there's like a Zumba Gold, mm -hmm. which is really easy. Or there's some seated, yoga. yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. some of those things. Again, just because your knees hurt doesn't mean you shouldn't move. It just means you need to move differently. Mm -hmm. And eventually your knees will feel better because you've taken off that pressure. Right. And you've started to, to strengthen those quads and those other muscles that are supporting those ligaments. I found uh, something interesting the other day, and I didn't realize this. Um, they say your head weighs like 10 to 12 pounds. And for every inch that you move forward, that's another 10 pounds of pressure you're putting yeah, on right. your spine. Again, that all comes back to proper form. Yeah, yeah. and it's, you know, makes a big difference. Mm -hmm. Makes a really big difference. Yeah, if I had to give anyone advice, I would say get in with either a good ballet teacher or a good Pilates teacher. Um, there's, they're sprinkled throughout the community or, or someone who just knows posture and really working on Strengthening your body through proper stance—it's—it's mm -hmm. um, it's the best thing. When my mom turned, I think she was probably 68. The gift I gave her was one hour with a personal trainer who did nothing but work with her on 
how to stand up straight, how to engage her core muscles, how to engage her back muscles to do exactly what you were talking about because you don't realize how much strength goes into just standing properly. Yeah. And not rigid, and, and not holding your breath. And, yeah, I was right. just saying, yeah. sitting properly. That's why the yoga yeah. balls are, are helpful. Well, they can, if you are sitting on them properly, because right, they right. can be hurtful because some people sit on them and then slouch, and so, then there's yeah. no back support, and yeah. that's, even, that's even worse. But if you sit on those properly, it can help you with your, with your posture. Mm-hmm. And right. breathing, learning how to yes. breathe properly. You know, you hear that a lot in classes. Breathe, breathe, but unless you have an instructor that can really talk you through, what they're talking about when they say breathe, you're not engaging. And that's why a lot of people say they can't run is because they don't know how, how to, to breathe, breathe right. when they're running. And again, these are these are upper level things, so again, they shouldn't be barriers to starting. They're just, when you start moving up, they're things to be mindful of. The thing is too with the breathing, because I know a lot of people before they start exercise and worry about stretching, which is good. I mean, you should stretch, but how many people actually do breathing exercises before they start working? I know I do. But it makes a big difference too, yes. you know, doing them breathing exercises before you work out. Yeah. Um, I think another thing, and God, I hate to say, it, but I think the, the kids of today are going to have it a lot tougher, you know, as they get older, because these the smartphones, the tablets, and the computers, I think, are the biggest one of the biggest problems because you're sitting at your computer, you're looking down, mm-hmm. you're always walking like this with your tablet or sitting down. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, but it, it's. Yeah, they don't think about it. Oh, I'm fine. Yeah, I can do this. Okay, well, let's wait and see how your posture is 10 years from now. Take the phone, put it down, go outside and play. Right. Go get in the pool, get away from the computers and the laptops and the gaming. Thank God the county schools decided to keep the pool program, too. (laughs) So, because that's good exercise there. Absolutely. I I think with swimming, you're working all your muscles. Mm -hmm. And then when they get out of the pool, they're so sleepy (laughs) that they don't necessarily want to engage in the the tablets and the and the phones because that's a good workout. Maybe I need to get a pool again. (laughs) (laughs) That is it's. it's, Hmm. I mean, my my kids get in the pool, and when they're when they come out of the pool, they are they don't realize like how much they're working when they're in the pool. When they get out, they're starving and exhausted. Mm. So it's a great way for them to expend a ton of a ton of energy especially like I have athletic children so being in the house all day is just pure torture for them like they have so much energy like they have to be moving constantly I we have I think like four bikes at the house I my wife tells my daughter all the time go ahead there you know invite one of your friends over ride bikes go down you know we've got the Mariner Point Park right there right they won't do it right you know and it's another thing I don't understand because, you know, she'll go to her friends, her friends will come over, and what do they do? The On the phone, texting each other. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're sitting right next to the other person. <laughs> right. Why are you texting? We were, in, we were in the car going to a game, and uh, Madison's friend was in the back, and, you know, on this. I said, give me your phone. She <laughs> said, what? I said, give me your phone. She said, why? I said, we're going to actually have a conversation to the game. You know, get, give me the phone. Right. You know, she would not give me her phone. I, and I'm like, you got, you got to put these phones down. You just got to put them down. A couple of my daughter's friends stopped coming to the house because I told them, when you come to my house, it's it's a you know self-free zone. So right. give me your cell phones. They stopped coming over. Oh, yeah. They want to come over anymore. It's like, okay, well. <laughs> well, my son's baseball team is going to Cooperstown. 
and oh, August. Oh, really? And when oh, they wow. go to Cooperstown, the you know they stay in dorms. Um, the the kids stay in dorms because depending on they, they don't have like set schedules for games. It's kind right. of when a game is finished, we might call you out to play the next game. So they have to stay all together, and they're not allowed to have their cell phones Good. in the. Um, well, the coach made that decision. It's not a Cooperstown thing, but the coach said no cell phones because um, he he's like I don't want one child that doesn't have a cell phone to be isolated because everybody else is on their phones. Right. Um, so he's like I told them in advance so they have a month to withdraw from these phones. <laughs> <laughs> for that week, because for that week they won't, you know, they won't, they won't have their, they won't have their phones. Scouts are not allowed to take their phones either. No yeah. electronics. That's yeah. why I don't understand why they're allowed to take them into school now. Because in the classes. they're using them as a tool to get online. They're, they're supposed to be. No, yeah, they're supposed <laughs> to be, but you know, when my daughter doesn't feel good, she's texting me, and I'm going, "Go to the nurse." Right. right. I'm not going to come pick you up until you until you go. She's not going to do anything. Go to the nurse. <laughs> And they use them as they're like their calculators in certain yes. classes. They have yes. there's actually an app that they have that they can, um, like the teacher can say something and they can play a game. Like they can put the answer in and then right. the teacher can see like who put the in. So there are things that they can do that are helpful on you know on their on their phones. But my kids are like are like yours where they're texting me. Right. I don't have lunch money. Um, I <laughs> you know can you come pick me up? Can you Snapchat. bring me this? I'm like, you need to go to the nurse, to the te- like whoever you're supposed to go to in the mm-hmm. school right. and go through the proper channels versus texting me all day long. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that I, I, I just too. ignore them. <laughs> they Fun need times. to start texting some healthy ideas. That's what they need to do. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, before we close, anybody have any last words they want to add? Anything else coming up? Um, so we were working with planning and zoning for Hartford, Hartford County planning and zoning on the whole Hartford Next oh, um, yes. document. So there's a healthy community section in that and a mobility and transportation section in that. And I think it's got some amazing ideas. So we're working now um, on the implementation phase. We're also partnering with a group from Hartford Community College that won the uh, first place in the Maryland Sustainability Award for their program called Passport to Hartford, which is connecting all of Hartford County through a bike route, and you know, all of our, our public buses have uh, bike racks on the front. So merging those two pieces, trying to make a more walkable, bikeable community for the young people who don't drive, for anybody who doesn't yeah. drive, um, but also for the, the idea that you know, most of our trips are within three miles of where we start. Mm-hmm. So if we can start getting some cars off the road and getting some people moving through their bike, you know, through utilizing bikes, scooters, whatever, walking, it could be, you know, a really nice way of making Hartford County much more livable, much more enjoyable, much more accessible, and much more active. That's great. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and I see a lot of guys and girls drive riding their bikes to work. Mm-hmm. I know there's one guy uh, that lives here in Joppa Town. He rides his bike to Belkin all the yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, he's yeah. been doing that for that's yeah. years. That is. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. Alan Dorn, who runs a rideshare here in Hartford County, has done a wonderful job with the Bike to Work Day program, and in fact, mm. Hartford County is one of the top participation rates in the state. We're not that populous. To have one of the top participation rates is pretty awesome. That's awesome. And um, so we are slated to open July 18th, so we will have some limited... <laughs> <laughs> Knock on wood. 
So we'll have our full schedule will be, um, we'll start in September. Uh, we're getting all of our instructors together. So the full schedule will start in September, but we will be, we will start with classes in, in July. Um, and uh, we'll have a different, a lot of diverse classes. So we're talking about posture. We have a body, we'll have a body bar class, which is um, ballet, uh, taught by, um, it's ballet techniques. So that will help you with like posture. We have um, yoga, Pilates, we have higher intensity um, classes. And then um, as I mentioned earlier, we are going to be um, participating in the Silver Sneakers program. So we will have um, programs available that are specifically for uh, seniors. Uh, right now, you can find us on Facebook at Emerge Wellness. Um, and our website is Emerge Wellness Studio, and that will be up uh, by the end of the week. EmergeWellnessStudio.com. Emerge okay. Nice. Jerry? And the car show, come out, bring your kids. Um, you know, they want the old timers that are, you know, that have all these cars and trucks and the bikes, you know, they want the children to come and see so they can keep this going. Um, this is close to my heart. Uh, I do this car show uh, because my father-in-law is a cancer survivor. He lost his wife to cancer, uh, pancreatic cancer. I bought a 57 Chevy. I started going to car shows, and it's amazing to see the different cars. And you got the customs, you got the old muscle cars, the new cars, and you know bikes. And it's a good time. There's going to be music. Rich is DJing. Um, we're going to have, uh, like I said, lots of food. We got the pub here. You can get a cold drink if you like to come over. Uh, but it's it's going to be kid friendly. Bring out the family. It's free to the public to walk around. $15 for the cars and bikes to get put into the car show. It's a donation. Vendors are coming out. It's going to be a good time. And the weather's going to be nice. No rain. And the Merge Wellness will be there so and you can work out with them. And the Merge Wellness is going to be there. Yes. <laughs> Great. Yes. Well, I want to thank everybody. And again, for everybody out there, if you want to be a guest on the Hartford County Living Podcast, there is no charge. We encourage any business or organization in the county to come on uh get the word out um about you it, it, it's that's the whole idea i mean, everybody knows i'm big on supporting local and this is just another way to uh get your business out there or your organization out there and let everybody know about it so i want to thank my guest again and thank we'll you. see everybody a healthy hartford day right september 24th Se september 24th and at the car show july 10th at I didn't realize I had to be there. <laughs> Three to seven. Three to seven. You'll be there around one. Know. And then once once Emerge Wellness opens up, we're all going to be uh, there Absolutely. working out. Absolutely. Well, thank you all. Thank, thank you. you.